Hey, hello, 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 hello. How are you doing? Uh, I just finished uploading the video for today's daily Bible reading show. It's on Acts chapter 27. Uh, it, 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 it's okay. It's not, it's not that great, but yeah, it's there. Uh, but now I'm going to be looking at Ruth chapter 1. Uh, because I'm preaching on this chapter this coming Sunday, and I'm going to Milton Keynes to preach this message. That's right, I'm going to be there physically because it's their first physical meeting since lockdown. They're going to see each other after like, I don't know, like a year. <laughs> so I'm going to be there as well, but I know that the leaders, all the, you know, all the musicians, all the organizers are working really, really hard to make this happen in a safe way, in an encouraging way. So um, do, do pray for them, um, and, and I really do appreciate all that they're doing. So see you this coming Sunday. Let, let me pray for you. Uh, Heavenly Father, I pray for all of us who are coming together this uh, coming Sunday in Milton Keynes, whether physically or online, both are happening. Uh, pray for all of us to be encouraged and pray for you to speak to us and to minister to us in a tender and a kind and a gracious way, especially for those of us who are coming to you in our brokenness. We've had a tough year maybe. Uh, please do that for us and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So yeah, um, yeah we're looking at Ruth chapter 1. Um, this coming Sunday at Crossway, let me read just the first few verses. We just look at the first few verses today. This is Ruth chapter 1, verse 1. In the days when the judges ruled, uh, there was a famine in the land. Uh, and a man from Bethlehem in Judah, together with his wife and two sons, went to live for a while in the country of Moab. The man's name was Elimelech, his wife's name Naomi, and the names of his two sons were Mahlon and Kilion. They were Ephrathites from Bethlehem, Judah, and they went to Moab and lived there. Now, verse 3. Now, Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died, and she was left with her two sons. They married Moabite women, one named Orpah, the other Ruth. After they lived there for about 10 years, both Mahlon and Kilion also died, and Naomi was left without her two sons, and her husband. And we'll stop there in verse 5 with Naomi, you know, who's widowed of her husband, who's lost her two sons in this foreign country away from home. And how sad, you know, how, how tragic can your life be to lose everyone you love and to be away from everyone else you know? Um, well, it begins with the situation that caused them to leave home in the first place. There was a famine. You know, verse, verse 1, there was a famine in the land. And a man from Bethlehem, together with his wife, his family, went to Moab. And so this man is originally from this place called Bethlehem, which means a house of bread or a house of food. Imagine living in Tesco, <laughs> living in Sainsbury. Lots of food. But then there's a famine. All the shelves are empty. There is no food. You're hungry and you're desperate. What do you do? You have to leave. And that's what they do. He, he packs up his bags, gets his whole family to go to this other country called Moab. Now, verse 2, the man's name was Elimelech. Elimelech. And that's significant because Elimelech means my God, Eli, is king. Melech, my God is king. Meaning, his name means, 
No, God is king over everything. God is in control. God is ruling over everything. He is the boss. And yet somehow, why is this happening? If God is boss, why am I hungry? If God is in control, why is everything out of control? Why is the famine on the whole land? Everyone is hungry, not just me. Everyone is suffering, not just me. And everyone believes in this God, who my name says is king. And so he leaves his land. And in a way, it's significant of him maybe even leaving his God, doubting his God, because he leaves this land called Moab. Moab, twice it says there, he goes to Moab together with his family. And Moab is historically this enemy territory. They've not had good relations with Israel. In fact, they've, they've, they've attacked Israel, they've caused trouble for Israel in the past. And so they're considered enemies, even though they actually kind of were related in the past. You know, they had the same roots and the Abrahamic faith, but somehow that diverged. And so they diverged in terms of their relationships. They were at odds. Think of North and South Korea, that kind of thing. Or think of Malaysia and Singapore. <laughs> happy Singapore Day today, by the way. <laughs> Sincerely, uh, happy Singapore Day. <laughs> but still, you know, there are tensions between these old neighbors. And, but he leaves his own homeland to go to Singapore, to go to Moab, to search for a new life. And these people don't believe in the same God as you do. These people, they, um, they worship a different God. I think it's called Chemosh. And so, you know, he's bringing his whole family there, his children there. And so meaning he's going to a land where there's no church, no Christians, and they will inevitably be exposed to this new way of life. What happens? Verse 3, he dies. <laughs> he dies. And so Naomi is left with her two sons. And her two sons, verse 4, married Moabite women. Can't blame them. You know, the only women there are Moabite women. But it means that these women didn't share their faith, they didn't share their God. And they married them. Uh, one's named Orpah, the other name's Ruth. And after 10 years, these two sons who married Moabite women, they died as well. And there's kind of a kind of a hint here, or a kind of a suggestion here that maybe they died and their father died because of God's judgment. You know, they had left God, they had left God's land, they no longer trusted that God would provide for them. And so as a result, death, judgment. But really the person who experienced this judgment this, this, this weight of God's condemnation is not the father and the sons, but actually it's the mom, it's Naomi. Verse 5, both Mathlon and Kilion also died, and Naomi was left without her two sons and her husband. You know, here's this woman who is away from her home, who has had to grieve her husband's death, her two sons' death, and is now stuck in this foreign land um, alone, alone, and having to support herself. You know, what must she be going through? You know, what must be going through her mind? You know, uh, is God punishing me? You know, what, what's life going to be like now? You know, am I going to live the rest of my life alone and abandoned? Um, you know, obviously not, you know, this, uh, eventually God shows us so much kindness, even though she's bitter about it, but, but you know, I want to stop here. I just want to stop here for today and just consider that maybe, maybe this year has produced a few Naomi's in our church, a few people who just suffered so much 
unimaginable pain and loss and grief. And just to be sensitive about that. You know, these are people who believe in God. At one point of time at least, you know, they were one of us. But simply because of the circumstance, simply because of the famine and the death and the grief, you know, they've been through so much. And the thing is, um, just to be sensitive about that, just to know that um, they're there, and just to be wondering, how do I love someone like this? How do I encourage someone like this? With my friendship and with my kindness. But also, how then is God going to reach out to someone like this? And if you're thinking of who to minister to this coming Sunday, you know, just expect there are just going to be some people who are going to walk into your congregation, to your service, carrying lots of this kind of baggage, lots of this kind of sadness, and God's going to do some amazing things in reaching into their lives and pouring out His love, His grace, His Spirit into their situation. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, uh, thank you again for this opportunity for us to gather together to worship you, to give you praise and joy, but also just to be sensitive that some people are not coming from a place of joy. Some people might not be that eager coming back to you or coming back to your people. And for those of us who are able to, you know, to, to receive them, help us to do this in a gracious way, in a tender way, in a kind way. Please help us to do this for Jesus' sake and for your glory, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So. Um, see you this Sunday, uh, but also um, see you maybe the next few days as I share more of my journey in Ruth chapter 1.